Hello, and welcome to Human Lessons. It's me, Jared. This is episode three. This is the podcast where you can find me and maybe once in a while a guest chatting about how to become better humans. Being human can be difficult, and that's why this podcast exists, to make being human easier. So come along for Human Lesson number three, Dog Stuff. In today's segment, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm breaking down dog stuff into four different categories, four different behaviors or things that happen while owning a dog in which some people just don't seem to think about handling more human-like. One, so keep them on a leash, okay? If you're walking your dog, if you're taking your dog down the block, uh, if they're in your yard that doesn't have a fence, keep them on a leash or uh, some sort of tether, uh, hopefully one that's not hurting their neck or doing anything like that to, to impede their health, okay? So when... When you are walking your dog and you think that you have voice control over your dog, I I think that's thinking a little bit too highly. I've seen too often uh, in my own experience uh, dogs who don't listen to their owners. Um, That's why we always keep our dogs on a leash. You'll, You'll say, oh, I have complete control over my dog. They listen to everything I say. And that just isn't always the case. You might be the exception and not the rule. Um, I think that it's really awesome to be able to call their name and they come right for you or uh, you call them back and they just listen. Um, I think a very well-trained dog is like that. And I think it takes a little bit more time than most people can give them on a daily basis to make them like that unless they're paying for classes or, you know, getting them to that point by other means, having a trainer come see them regularly, those kinds of things. So if you're walking your dog and you think you have voice control over them, um, I, I think that's too high of a, an assessment uh, of yourself and of your dog, because when they come around other dogs, it's, often the case that they don't like to listen. They want to go meet the other dog. They want to go uh, see the cat or whatever other animal is in the vicinity. And it just causes a bit of stress for everybody involved. And potential danger. Dogs are not always predictable. They're not always as nice as they seem. And when a dog is charging you, you don't often think, oh, this dog is going to be super nice to me. Um, So when it's your dog going up to somebody else or somebody else's dog or animal, you have to take the the side of, of the other person. You have to sit there and think, how could this be affecting them? How could they perceive this situation? And it, it's just, it's just fair to do that. And it's just right because the other person might be scared of dogs. They might have a fear of dogs, right? They could have been hurt earlier in their life by a dog. They 
you know, their other dog could be, or their, their animal, their pet that they have could be afraid of animals or dogs, or, you know, if they're a smaller dog, there's so many instances you could think, well, maybe my dog should not approach this other person. So that takes me to number two. And that's not all dogs get along with other dogs. When you're walking your dog, whether they're on a leash or voice controlled, don't just assume it's okay to go up and greet another dog or another animal of any sort. Um, my own personal account is I've got a couple dogs. They don't like other dogs very well. Um, we got both of them a little bit older. One was almost two. The other was about five months old. And they just didn't get a lot of uh, socialization when they were young. And they don't do great, especially initially, around other dogs. Um, And so when you decide to let your dog go up and greet somebody else's dog, we don't have the language. They don't have the language for there to be an understanding or an information giving process to help you understand um, whether they they are there to hurt another dog or to scare another dog or to just be friends with another dog. Um, our dogs immediately jump into defense mode because they don't like I said before, have the language to say, oh, well, your your butt smells friendly or your butt smells kind, right? It uh, could also be that their butt sends up red flags, uh, hopefully not literally because you would want to take your dog to a vet for that. But what I mean is just be aware that other people's dogs don't necessarily like other dogs. Um and if they lash out, uh, it's it's not the dog's fault. It's the person letting their dog just sort of happen into their life's fault. Um, so just ask, maybe. Number three, if you're a person who lets your dog outside a lot, which I think is amazing. Dogs love to be outside. You see their butts wag, you know, wag, and they're they're they're. Uh, tails go crazy when you just mention the word outside or you flick the, your, your leash. Um, and so it's super, super cute, right? They just want to be outside. Um, but if you have one of those dogs that goes outside and just barks, let it back inside, whether they're barking at another dog or they're just barking, uh, it, let them back inside. They don't want to be out there anymore. I don't think dogs bark incessantly when they're feeling comfortable or happy. So take it as a sign. Um, if And just don't be those people who let your dogs outside all day. That uh, I think would be really nice for the dogs and they would love it. But dogs, they get sunburned, right? They have to deal with the health, uh, death, what would it be? The, the bad things that come from the UV rays from the sun, uh, they get dehydrated, those kinds of things. Um, and especially, it, it's just terrible for the neighbors. Let your dogs back inside. Uh, if, if you have to, get a, 
get a dog sitter to come in and or one of those dog walkers to come in. Let your dog out once if you're going to be gone for hours on end. Um, we leave our dog, dogs inside and some people say to hell with us, but our dogs have done completely fine. We let them out before we leave and as soon as we get home. Uh, and I think we're on just a staggered enough schedule, my wife and I, that they get to go outside pretty regularly, even though we work. So if they're outside barking and they're not barking in a defensive manner at the mailman or somebody coming up to your house or other dogs that are close by, let them inside. Finally, number four, pick up their crap, right? We take on this responsibility when we get dogs. We're going to walk them. We're going to let them go to the bathroom outside because it's better than in our own house. Well, if they're going outside and they're pooping on the side of the street, pick it up. Whether you have a bag, a little trowel, um, something, pick it up. Use your bare hands for all I care. No, don't. That's just disgusting. Get a baggie. They're easy to find. They're at parks. They're cheap. They're all over the place. Get them. If you're walking your dog and it's not the side of the road, but somebody's yard that they go to the bathroom in, that's where it really matters. Just pick it up. They're your dog. They're your responsibility. And their poop is part of that. So pick it up. So how would I handle this or these situations? First, um, outside of my house or outside of my yard, uh, I keep my dogs on a leash. I don't think that I have absolute control over my dogs. They have a brain and a, I believe a mind of their own. Uh, they make their own decisions. So I don't just assume I'm going to be able to tell them or order them or command them to do what it is I want them to do. It's happened many times where I do ask them or call them or say to them to do something and they just outright ignore me. It's not that often because I reward them when they do what I ask them to. So it sets up a pretty good situation there. But like I, like I said, if they're outside of my yard um, or outside of my house in an area where they could get away from me, I keep them on a leash. Two, uh, if, if, <laughs> it's a big if, I ever have my dogs greet another dog, I, I ask the other owner. Um, if some kid wants to pet our dog, I make sure they ask their parent and make sure we say it's okay. And, you know, there's an exchange of dialogue that creates a situation where it's safe, uh, for the kid and, and our dogs. Um, I don't want to assume that I get to put myself in their, their life, uh, without any kind of permission. So just, just ask. It's pretty easy. Three, 
if my dog's barking outside, I check to see what it's for. Are they defending our property? If so, I often actually reward them for that. I let them know they did good. They're doing their job. But if they're just barking to bark, they come inside. It's not often that this happens, and I don't think this is even close to a big proportion of the dogs out there. Uh, but if if my dogs were to do this, they wouldn't stay outside for very long. Um, we had reports when we were living in a, an apartment uh, that our dogs were barking during the day. We had to figure it out. Um, and it was mostly because they were kenneled. Once we stopped kenneling them, they... They didn't do anything to the place that we lived in, and they didn't bark anymore. So it was a pretty simple solution. Some others, you might need to get a, a bark collar, shock collar, citronella sprayer collar, uh, something like that. But um, it's it's pretty simple. They're barking a lot. Do something to fix it. Number four, I just pick up my dog's crap. If they poop outside when we're on a walk, when we're uh, wherever we are, uh, I pick it up in our backyard. We pick up our dog's poop. Not immediately in our backyard because it's not that big of a deal. It's our property. But if I'm going to go onto somebody else's property or onto property that is to be cared for by somebody else, a.k.a. that uh, parking strip out by the curb... Um, I'm going to pick it up. It's gross to leave it there. People hate stepping in dog crap, or at least I do. Maybe you like it. I don't know. The smell's terrible, but I just pick it up. So I think that's where it comes down to, um, is thinking about other people, right? Kind of like I've mentioned before, we want to be better humans. We want to share this world. We, we want to be part of a community. Um, if you don't, there's a bunch of woods left. There really are. Uh, I am all for, you know, protecting the environment and stuff, but go live in the woods. If you don't want to be part of community, it's just a better, better thing for everybody. You have less headache dealing with other people. We have less headache dealing with you, but anywho, just pick up your dog's crap, ask other dog owners they can meet, make sure if they're outside your house, you're not trying to command them by voice, put a leash on them, and if they're going to be barking a bunch, just bring them back inside.